0: Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where in the world you are. I am currently in the mountains of Utah and it is morning. This a Sunday morning. This was not a planned episode. This is a I'm here right fucking here with you going through it episode. And I felt like as we go through the end of what was another just Really amazing year. It might be worth having a meltdown Monday episode. And obviously this was inspired by the song, but I wish, I wish I was tapping into semantic energy right now. I had a little bit of that in August. It is now September, but the last week has been rough. And as my business partner said, it feels like it's coming from all sides. And sure, we can. What is it when you feel really positive about things? Optimism. <laughs> Can be optimistic about it. One of my clients pointed out this week, you've got to be committed to the highs and lows in this game in the small business, entrepreneur, solopreneur, creative artist, rebel rule baker, trailblazer. And you know, I am so committed to this process, this game, you, because I believe this is the way we find our purpose. This is the way we fulfill our, our satisfaction. It's like, Despite whatever you may need to do for money, and there's there's endless opportunities out there, you have a, a higher purpose, a higher calling. And me, don't get me wrong. I love me some money. I'm going to do another episode on money before I wrap up season one. Finding the thing that you love and... Creating structure and systems and dare I say discipline around it enables you to ensure that you're investing energy into the thing that makes you happy. And now for some of us, you know, that's family or community or nature. This this podcast is about the people, the the person, you, me, who wanna call it a business, who are trying to monetize it. Maybe it's because we're so fucking good at it. We got tired of our friends and family being like, you should sell this. Or maybe it's just because we saw a problem that needed to be solved and we like couldn't sleep until we just finally stepped up and put that solution out there. And now I'm not saying you have to monetize it. Like I'm not even going to get into that. You know, I think we knee jerk like talent should be sold. And that's not necessarily the philosophical discussion I want to get into right now. What I do want to talk about is when the shit hits the fan and it's coming at you from all sides and you still have to go to work. I witnessed a very dear friend of mine who went through uh, a huge expansion. They put themselves into an incredible learning opportunity and realized after the fact that they needed to recalibrate, that they needed to take some time out. And they did. And I have so much respect for that. That is such a brave step to just tap out for a few days, a few weeks you know however long it is that you need to in order to get back to a place where you feel like you can really you know quote unquote do the work not everybody has that privilege not everybody has that strength of mind either not everybody has the the security to be able to do that uh, not not every, not all of us even have the discipline i mean i i technically i could do that but that just uh it doesn't seem like the the way for me to move forward. And so I'm making this podcast to share my experience with you when it's coming at me from all angles, family, professional, you know, I have multiple businesses and that's another thing. I, I don't know why it's so important for me to share that with you. I have employees, we have an office, like we go into other people's offices. It is a service-based business. The only products I am selling are online. So I don't have any, you know, purchasing or those types of uh, influences in my business, But I feel like a lot of people who call themselves a business coach are coming from a place where they are giving advice without being in the trenches, you know? So it's important for me that I am to running business in the real world while also acting as a business alchemist, which is transforming your struggle into success. Enough about me. Well, no, actually, this whole fucking episode is going to be about me. Let's be real. Enough just jibber jabber. Let's get to it. So what happens when it feels like everything is imploding? When you're having really tourist conversations, you've got really big problems going on. And, and I'll get into the details with you. In the financial consulting firm, we've fired all of our clients. In my business, Alchemy, I have a couple clients who are finishing up. I have one who, I have two who've gone on hiatus, AKA they went traveling, followed an um, inspirational hit, and I'm not sure <laughs> when, when they'll be back on Wi Fi. I um, created this whole online platform that I'm in the process of rebranding and debating on moving to a whole new platform, which, as all of you know, is a raging nightmare. But in terms of because I work with a lot of international people after living overseas, I'm just I'm really struggling with U.S.-based platforms that only think about U.S. banking systems. So there's that. I've also just um, brought on a new mentor to really level up my own financial investments and understandings in, in different markets and in crypto. And so I'm in a huge learning space. My brother is getting married next week. I have both parents here right now. My mother has Parkinson's and my father is a really interesting character. I'm not even going to get into it. But let's say that man is living in a trauma response every damn day. I've got another estranged family member who shows up next week and, you know, all of that fun stuff. This is the first family wedding. So people are probably the last. Hopefully. Yeah. Everyone is um, at an 11 right now. I'm also going to be moving my parents out of their house of 20 years into an apartment. See aforementioned Parkinson's and just, you know, elderly stuff. And I'm driving halfway across the country in order to facilitate that. So, and that's all happening like next week. (laughs) Meanwhile, I've got the business stuff happening and you know, there's, there's my own personal explorations in terms of spirituality and learning and, growth, which just keeps life really interesting. And now I'm not complaining. All of that comes from so much opportunity and so much privilege. It's almost nauseating. So I want to be really clear about that. Here's the thing though. It's all relative. I learned this when I had a terminal illness. What one person is going through tends to be as much as they can possibly tolerate. And I heard once, I'm sure you've heard this as well, you know, God, creator, the universe, spirit, your guides, whatever that power that maybe is, I believe in, but anyhow, you you are only ever given as much as you can handle. But oftentimes you are given what will feel like an exploratory level of coping and like you're pushing the envelope, you're pushing the edges out on your ability to cope. And that only happens when you're given things you're, you're really not sure how you're going to get on the other side of. So with all of that being said, the the biggest challenge is when we find ourselves in an incredibly painful experience. Firstly, we have an automatic response. I was just listening to Lion, Seth Lion, that's his name. And he was talking about fight, flight, fawn, or freeze. From his experience as a somatic trauma therapist, those are, those are separate responses. The fight or flight is truly an autonomic nervous system response. And I talk a little bit about this just in terms of the binary. When we go there, our brain zooms into one point of stimulation, the pain. And we have one of two responses, run away or fight back. That is automatic. A different part of your brain, a different part of your nervous system, a different part of your body responds to that stimulus. In a moment without any control, the fawn or freeze is actually a secondary response that those who have learned those coping mechanisms can go to. The point is, it can feel like things are out of control, and that energy is compounding, meaning that once we get into that fear or force, that fight or flight state, Our brain immediately starts filtering for crisis, for problems, for more pain or more shame until we've practiced our response to the point where we understand this is a trauma response. I have choices here, but granted my, in this moment, I'm not making them. I'm not really in control of the situation. Now, again, this podcast is not for people who are, who are doing some like serious Healing and coping. This is for people in business who need to step forward in a workday, so that even though they've just gotten some really bad, really shocking news, aka, you know, their their highest ticket twenty thousand dollar a month the client just called up and said, "No, thank you," or they've been in terse negotiations with their eighteen thousand dollar a month client who, uh, it's just not going to work. We've and we've just got to walk away. Now, again, this is, this is not a, a a literal trauma. We're not in physical danger, but it can, it can really feel like that. (laughs) So what do you do? And what do you do when you have three of, of those calls in one day, you get a call from your mother who is having a senior moment and is also freaking out, you know, I'm sure you've got your own family commitments, your kid's sick, someone's gotten in a fight, your car just gets in an accident. Like you just got a diagnosis. It can all feel like it all happens at once. And then, you know, you're still at work and you got to pay your bills, right? And you've got employees depending on you and their families are depending on you and you've got vendors and deadlines and other clients and so on and so forth, right? So the first things first is our brain will spin out. The thoughts, the 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 fear mongering, the looking for problems, this trying to survive, your brain is doing its job and it's fucking amazing at it. But we can say no thank you. A thought is just a thought. I think I've talked a little bit about it, like the news networks, like what news network do you want to tune into? You can listen to everything on Fox news and CNN and NBC and NPR. And then, you know, there's like HuffPost and um, Breitbart and, you know, there's a, there's a ton of different news out there, but you very dexterously and biasly choose what you're going to tune into. Your thoughts are exactly the same. And now this I am not suggesting we bypass. What I am suggesting is that in any moment, there is ample amount of stimulus available. You tune into what it is that's going to support you in the moment. If you're having an extreme response, absolutely earmark that so that you can go back and unpack when this first started for you why you're having this kind of overwhelming response a lot of us have trauma responses in non-traumatic situations because our subconscious developed a coping mechanism you know when we were incredibly young and we just didn't have the maturity or experience to interpret certain types of stimulus in a way that wasn't like traumatic right and this is why it's all relative someone's mother telling them to shush can feel like an incredibly abusive experience when you fast forward 20 years and your subconscious is going into an automatic response based on some negative feedback you're getting in the moment. It's a little bit crazy. I offer theta healing to detach subconscious beliefs from con- conscious desires and realities. Uh, Mention this episode and um, I'll work out some like crazy pricing. I'm th- I, sorry, this just came in right now. So like, I just want you to know there are, there are so many different modalities out there to enable you to work on your trauma, but in a way that isn't going to um, unravel everything. Cause for any, anybody listening who has done a lot of trauma work, it, it can feel like your entire life needs to pause in order to be effective. And what I'm just, I'm saying that that again, that's a binary it's an either, or, and there can be a both. And you can work through a, an incredibly scary moment without bypassing and with being productive and with keeping like your work and productivity and success and commitments and responsibilities, all moving with practice So, first things first is in that moment, say no thank you. No thank you to the stress. No thank you to the fear. In this moment, as at right now, the chances of you being physically safe and physically taken care of are high. What might happen next, what might happen in the future, what you're looking at from the past that might happen again, none of those things are real yet. So, firstly, opt out of the fear spiral of going down that rabbit hole. Of stress and struggle. Again, this is an opportunity for you to practice. Every time this stuff comes up, you get to practice. Like if we're trying to find, you know, the silver lining or the opportunity on the other side of the challenge, this is it. It is simply that you've got a chance right now to choose a different way of engaging with this experience. And unfortunately, my friend, like I think I've mentioned this many times, success is not like waking up and finding a million dollars in your bank account. Success is when you get that phone call and you don't lose your goddamn shit like you did last time. That's what it. It's kind of what it is. And in that, you can find a little bit of joy and a little bit of gratitude. The, the, I I got a lot of experiences just in the last two weeks that I had gone through last year. Now last year's version of me beat the shit out of myself for making such stupid mistakes and threw a bunch of money at problems. Now, this version of me was able to pause, was able to see, oh, I've been here before. And whoa, the fact that I'm not kicking myself in the ass for making the same mistake twice is kind of remarkable. But the fact that I'm actually able to find gratitude, that I have the space, the structure, the systems, the support that this like isn't a real problem, it's just annoying, is a miracle. That's, that's success. That's growth. <laughs> and opt out of the stress spiral. Find something to feel good about in this moment. Even if it's just like, well, at least I have running electricity and internet. Or for my friends who just went through the hurricane, at least the entire city's on pause. So... We can have. I was talking with my friend from um, New Orleans just yesterday, and she said, without any power, you can see the stars. And it's just like, oh my gosh, what an amazing way to reframe what is nine days of that power and that humidity, girl. <laughs> like, that's success. Finally, like, that is the authentic you. So, are we bypassing when we're able to pause in a moment? choose a different response, find gratitude just in that choice. No, like that is living in alignment. That is the real you. The bullshit fake bypassing you is the one who chooses to fucking freak the fuck out and think about the money, the the disappointment from other people's expectations, all the externalized factors, that's all been layered and dumped on top of you. The real you is resilient. The real you is able to pause and choose. The real you has endless, limitless choices available in every moment. So I just wanted to start there. <laughs> if you if you want you don't need to listen to the rest of this. I feel like that's, that's kind of the gold, but I am going to get into the rest of this. I hope actually that this is almost like a resource. If you ever do find yourself having a moment, you could probably just start at any point in this episode because I think I'm, it's going to get a little repetitive, but I'm going to kind of tackle this from all angles. So I mentioned fear and force is compounding. That energy is magnetic. If you work with me and we do an energy leadership index, I talk about this like levels one and two, and they, they are like the base frequencies in a song. They're incredibly heavy. You can feel them from a mile away and they will take over the rest of the bandwidth. You won't be able to hear other elements in the song. If you got the bass turned all the way up. And again, it's physically affecting, right? You can feel it. That's if you're familiar with the concept of entrainment, which is essentially a dominant frequency, a dominant wavelength. I mean, and you, I'm hoping you know you have a visual for what a wavelength looks like. the The stronger that wavelength is, the higher the crests, the lower the troughs, the the longer the distance between each wave. It's going to affect any other wavelength occurring in that physical space. To the point where all of the wavelengths end up in training as in matching the force and frequency, how quickly that wave is moving and how powerfully that wave is moving in that environment. This is why when someone walks into a room and they are having a fucking moment, you can feel it. That level one, that level two, that force and fear is physically Affecting. That's why our the empaths in the room, aka okay, everybody, <laughs> like we can feel when you know the world's population is going through a fucking pandemic. Like it is heavy. And then you add that on top of whatever it is you're trying to do in the moment, it's going to make things more challenging. Now, just simply that awareness is going to change, kind of change everything. When we consciously engage in our environment we have choice. It's when we are reacting when we're in that automatic autonomic response that like our physical body takes over before our emotional body can. So as soon as you feel that sensation of fear or a force, like, holy fuck, I've got to do something about this right fucking now. Now, you know, you can't undo this. You, You heard it. You're on, you're on, uh, spot, I was going to say on a fleek, that is not what you are. <laughs> so this is the dual nature of reality. And this is where we can find a little bit of gratitude. Once you've been through the shit storm enough, you know, like this too shall pass. Now, again, when we are in that level one, that level two, that mega fear or that like, I've got to fucking get control back. I've got to get my power back. Like I don't fuck you. Like I've talked about this one as well. Um, fighting not to lose real different than like, can everybody win this duality, this pain, this struggle, this stress is actually just the other side of simply not that I was going to say like happiness and joy, but really like once you've been through this shit enough, you kind of realize that like a neutral, stress-free space, like calm and peace, like that's that's where you find the joy. That's where you have the moment to feel the sun on your skin and be like, hold, this is a miracle, right? So that like, if you're struggling because it feels like everything is crashing down on you, look back on your life. And there will have been moments, even if, even if your ego, even if that part of your brain tries to tell you that like your mother telling you shush as a kid doesn't count as a traumatic event, step into that feeling of panic of fear and go back to like the first time you felt that what was happening. And most importantly, what did you learn from that moment? Now, one of my clients, one of the things we really worked on is anytime she felt panic and felt like the world was crashing in on her, she imploded. She went into freeze mode. She basically just like laid on the couch and Netflixed and chilled. And she felt hideously guilty about it and, and so much shame and embarrassment. And it was this cycle. Now, the reason that anyone does that is because it's that, that fear energy. And when we're afraid, we do need to pause. In our distraction, in our guilt, in our blame, we're actually kind of getting into that like fear and force sort of dynamic. If you are completely paralyzed, ask yourself, what am I getting from this? It's probably permission to pause. What if you could give yourself that permission? (laughs) And we'll get into this at the end. But like, Ain't no one coming to rescue you there. You are your own knight in shining armor on the white horse coming in. Okay. So give yourself permission to pause. Give yourself 20 minutes to Netflix and chill. See what happens at the end of it. Put your timer on. And every time you try to blame yourself or feel guilty about it, opt out. This is the practice, my friend. This is how we go from fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. In the moment we choose those activities. I'm going to run the fuck away from this. I'm going to put the closed sign on the door and hide in the back. I'm going to turn my phone into do not disturb. I am going to do whatever it is. I'm in like fucking numb out, but numb out for time it. And then anytime you start to beat the fuck out of yourself, challenge that opt out of that. That's why you're exhausted is because of that constant cycle of I need to pause and lick my wounds. No, you can't you fat lazy fuck get back to work. (laughs) Right? You can never be successful. Like winners don't quit. And millionaires work 24 what the fuck ever message and programming you've received that doesn't allow you to take a a momentary timeout simply so that you could choose a different response even if that choice is I am going home and going to bed, that's going to shift this entire experience. Okay. That's another, you know, that's the duality. We always have a choice and it's not an either, or don't get stuck in the binary. Binary is so 219, 2019. (laughs) There is limitless choice out there. And if you're in a space where you don't see that tap out. And again, like, you know, I'm not saying take fucking four weeks out, I'm saying, take two minutes out and shift focus. That is your choice. That is choosing to live in alignment with what is currently going on in your experience. One of the other things that tends to happen a lot when we're here and it's equally exhausting and also a waste of energy. And just remember, like, if you think about your daily energy, like a song. That fear and that force takes up 80% of it. All you hear, like the bass is so fucking loud. (laughs) But if you turn the bass down, you get to hear all of the other elements in the music. You hear the lead guitar, the backing guitar, the bass, like the actual bass notes, the keys, the backing vocals, the vocals, the cowbell, (laughs) but you got to, you got to kind of make room for it in that bandwidth and you don't have to do anything differently turning the base down is just simply opting out of some of those cyclical thoughts of fear and like fuck you and force, right? You don't have to physically do anything. And, that, and again that's why we're like the numbing out is we're just we just need to get a break from the fear and the force. Practice that. give yourself that space. When we're here, we often wish it all away. We wish it were different we blame ourselves blame external circumstances or we completely externalize it in the sense that like this is is I, this isn't even about blame this is completely out of my control the system is rigged it fucking is the man is out to get me he fucking is you know the banking systems diamond debt like all of these things that don't get me wrong they totally exist but here we are in this world trying to make it work trying to run a business trying to monetize our passion and wishing it away blaming it blaming yourself blaming these externalized powers that are bigger and badder than we'll probably ever know like none of that is going to make you feel any better in this moment nor is it going to enable you to get to the other side all that is is actually the control so first comes fear victim poor me i'm a fuck up i can't i always this never etc then comes the fuck you, the fighting not to lose. All we're seeking in that moment is to get our power back. And blaming is a very fear centric way of grabbing power because it's like, fuck you, you lose. And this is where like our subconscious kind of gets in the way of our our conscious desires and conscious realities. Blame. If you tune into that feeling, it's anger And it's resentment and it's retribution. And it is an action-oriented state of being, but it's not sustainable, right? It's externally stimulated, which means you're not drawing upon your own power. You are drawing on external stimulus to fuel your fire. And it's like flamethrowing and it's exhausting. When we choose our response, we are in the present moment right now. Now, if we're using fear or force, we're probably using information from the past. This always happens. I can't let this happen again. I've already made this mistake once, or we're freaking out about something that hasn't even happened yet. Well, if I lose this client, I'll be a fraud. Everyone will laugh at me. No one will ever work with me again. I'll never be able to pay my bills or pay my everything. (sighs) When we tune into this present moment, which is, well, the bills are paid, actually, like not having this client is going to free up a ton of fucking time and energy. And I can finally actually get my employees who I'm paying on payroll, who might not have like the client work that they need to do now to like build out the fucking processes that haven't been updated in six months since we've been working so damn hard, or maybe learn a little bit about business development and client relationships so that we can like tune into not ideal relationships a little bit sooner. Or maybe I can send them to a fucking networking event so we can meet some new people and they can have some fun right now is tolerable. It's the pain that we've experienced in the past that we're telling ourselves a story about right now, or the pain we've not even experienced yet ever. And we're totally making up. That's where the discomfort really, uh, actually, I don't want to like, look, there's discomfort. Let's be fucking real about that. But in this moment right now, you're probably okay. Especially if you're fucking listening to this. Get honest about you can't change the past and it's just a fucking story you're telling yourself and the future isn't here yet. When we remind ourselves that right now, if anything, I'm okay, then we can go from that fear and force to neutrality. And yes, neutrality can show up like fucking bypassing and compartmentalizing and consensus. But here's the other thing neutrality can do. It's feel like a huge fucking relief if you've been in a giant trauma response. Okay. So no judgment and neutrality. Is it a place where you expand and scale and create? No, but it is a place where...